This is the Variety Sports Network created for the fans, by the fans. Now to your host of tonight's show. And welcome to Talking the Gridiron here, week eight edition here. I got Brian, the main man, Johnson. I got Jordan Maxson with me back on it. And of course, we got the return. A little, little off week. He has a little, a little under the weather. He's back. He's better than ever. And I'm sure Brian Johnson, he's never been better. Jimmy Pilato joins the show as he gets a nice little victory sip in there. Did Jimmy, anything big happen this week? Just a little bit. Just a little bit there. It, was there something? <laughs> hmm. Trying to think. Who day? Who day? Who day is going to beat them Bengals? I, I, poverty no. Nobody. Poverty franchise? Tyler's gonna have to take that one. Tyler did mention that. That is that's a tough one, Tyler. McGurk. A couple yeah. times, not just once, a couple different times. He said it a few times. That's why uh, I wouldn't have taken. It. He's right. It's a midseason win. I wouldn't have taken it necessarily as a victory lap, but I had to with the way that things were were going before. So I'm happy. To, I'm I'm happy with the way that today went. Yeah, I can. Only, uh, Brian. It, it, he sounds a little different than a couple weeks ago, right? I thought the sh- was, he was falling off the ship there, the Bengals ship. He seems like now all of a sudden the confidence is back. Oh, all of a sudden. I never lost confidence. I said that I was about to lose oh, confidence. Oh, no, no, don't give me that, man. You're like a one out of ten, dude. If we didn't you, get to the bye the week ship three was and three. Falling. I, I no, hear I said that if we didn't shit. get to the bye week three and three, and if we ended up – Crap in the bed like we normally do when we go to San Francisco, then things would turn for the worst. But God. this was the exact opposite, and everything finally clicked today. And everybody's healthy, so I don't want to hear it anymore. Everybody's healthy now, they have no excuses. That's the other good thing is that they've shown it to me. So you're a good enough team now to go out there and dominate the San Francisco 49ers for three and a half quarters. Let's go. Now it's time to start getting things ready for. The end of the season. This is the end of the season push. If you finish, if you can, if you can beat an AFC team, if you can beat an AFC North team, that would be awesome if we can get that done. But as of now, this is the best position this team has been in all season. And, and Brian, this is why jo- Jordan. This is why we do. This is why we do talk of the gridiron. This is what we can say things after these games. We should be able to vent a little bit. Plus, minus against their own teams. I know Johnson has a lot to say about the Niners here in a second. I'm sure it's not all positive there, Johnson. So. Bring it to the table here on Talking the Gridiron. We want your comments. We want to. We'll get you on here. We'll get. We'll feed you. We'll get you where you're talking about with it. So let's bring the topics here. Let's start right with the game that we're all involved with. Games of the day. It really was. Looked at the calendar. It was Bengals at Niners. Brian, it was a big game for you after two games losing like that. Bengals. They have a chance to get three games now in a row. That's a big road win to go all the way out to San Francisco slash Santa Clara, if you know the Bay Area well enough to get the win out there. They get the job done. Burrow looked Brian unreal in the first half. I got to start with you, Johnson. That first half defense. I mean, the Niners don't look recognizable right now on defense. Yeah, I mean, I I know what to say. I mean, at this point, it's just like there's no excuses at this point. I'm if I'm Lynch, it's like this is all on Shanahan. You wanted Purdy, you want this defense, you want this defensive coordinator. It's like, I'm not going to go in your locker room and rev your team up anymore. It's on you. You got to do this shit. Um, and it's on Shanahan. I'm tired of this crap from Shanahan. He does this every freaking year. And, you know, it's not on Lynch. It's on Shanahan. I'm going to take CMC out of the way. He didn't do anything either. It's on everybody else, dude. Everybody else is playing like shit, dude. 
it, it seems like they've lost their energy a little bit. Brian, I want to give you even more time here on the Niners here in a second. But like I said, let's let the guys cook a little bit here on the Bengals side. And I want to get back to the Niners here in a minute, though, because I have more I want to say. And I want to get their takes more tomorrow. But what do you think about the Bengals there, Jimmy? And then we'll go to Jordan here and get his thoughts on it. I mean, Mike, are the Bengals back? Are you feeling this full confidence now back in this team? I mean, this Chase Burrow connection looks really good. And then you tell me what it means to be the Niners team. What does that, does that mean? That has to mean something. The good things today are that it was progressive, but it wasn't like a hundred percent great because we still had turnovers. Like I, I was ready to cut Irv Smith going into halftime because that play at the end of the half, that was the exact play that the Chiefs ran against us two years ago that started our run to the to the Super Bowl. It, you gotta run the ball in that situation, especially because Mixon was having his way with the defense. So there's yep. still plenty of things that went wrong. There's still plenty of stuff that you gotta go to the drawing board but you were able to step on the throat of the best team in the NFC up until two weeks ago. And now I know that's three in a row. I have faith that this 49ers team is good enough that they're going to bounce back from adversity. This was the matchup that I picked for the Super Bowl. So it's not like I, I lost total faith in the 49ers. I'm just very glad that the Bengals showed up and did the things that they needed to and had guys in the spots like Trey Hendrickson tweaking in his ankle and then coming back and being a real presence, Sam Hubbard, Mike Hilton, Logan Wilson with the interception, Jermaine Pratt. Those, that's some of the most underrated talent on the defensive side of the ball. Lou Anarumo, I'm glad that we've been able to hide him for the last however many years, but there's no way he doesn't get a head coaching job after the this season. The dude is an absolute maniac. He's like Vic, Vic Fangio from three years ago before he got hired in Denver. Like Somebody's going to take a chance on him and, and turn their franchise around, and it's unfortunate because I want him to stay there forever. Like That was scheme. That was the talent showing. That was overcoming adversity early on, especially, and that was a dominant performance. That's that's what I was expecting. If you know, in my head, if we would have played preseason, we might have seen this week three instead of week eight. But I'm glad that it's finally here now. Brian, I'm going to say it again. We had to call him down a couple weeks ago. Let's go to my other. Let's go to our other Bengals fan, Jordan. We haven't heard from you yet. You were excited about last week. You were. I told you at the end of the show, give Jimmy a little little talking to, give him a little boost, and it came through with your W there. I mean, 21 to 23 in the first half. I mean, that Chase Burrow connection was just on another level here at times. And even the other guys, Boyd looked good too. But I mean, they, I mean, even that turnover at the half, that I, I was thinking when I was, I was driving and I heard that turnover on the radio and I was like, Ooh, this could be a turning point. And then they get, and then I think that big play was Ayuk dropping it at, like with about 20 yeah. seconds left. That would have gave the Niners a chance to get a field goal there. Maybe yeah. cut it to one at halftime, but it, it kind of things went your right way a little bit, but you guys, kind of stayed with it on offense, Jordan. So your thoughts there on the win? Um, my thoughts, I mean, it, it's obviously it's a huge win against the Niners, one of the best teams in the NFC. Uh, take nothing away from the Niners going forward, though. You, you uh, I'll just kind of touch on this real quick. You're getting your left tackle back. You're getting Debo Samuels back. Brock Purdy is still young to the game, still young to mistakes, and still young to adversity. So this is just a learning curve for him. So uh, don't, don't, don't beat the 49ers up too bad. But as for the Bengals on the other side, yeah, I mean, offensive line looked like it was clicking. Timing with the receivers on everybody looked great. Joe Mixon looked like he got a little pep in his step. Even the depth behind him, you you look at some of the returning for the kick returns, everything just kind of seemed to click. Uh, defensively, that's nothing new. Defense has been carrying the team all year. I think just now a wider audience is seeing seeing Logan Wilson is leading all linebackers in the nice league with interceptions. 
Jermaine Pratt is third in interceptions yeah. for linebacking. So, I mean, you just kind Darren of look knows at the, him well. Across the board. Yes, I do. I know him very well. This I was team. worried about Hendrickson for a second there. I had to so be I was yeah, I was thinking I was thinking it was time to call the Jets and uh maybe get Carl Lawson back if Hendrickson didn't get back on the field and rework yeah. his deal. But that might be our Brian question of the week here, the trade deadline stuff over here with it. So you guys you guys feel pretty good about it now. But Jimmy, like I said, three in a row, that puts you guys in, you know, obviously three weeks ago you were we were having different conversations here on the show. The Steelers losing a day helps, but we're still yeah. it's still such a gauntlet with the Ravens and now seeing how good the Ravens can be from last week, now they they almost gave it away with the inability of catching an onside kick today against Arizona, but that's still like uh, you you put yourself in such a hole that I'm not saying that I'm even confident enough you're going to come back and win the division. You have to prove to me yeah. you can beat a team in the AFC first because we're un, we're winless against the AFC and we're winless against the AFC North. You got to win some games in your conference. You got to win some games in your division. So that when it comes down to week 18, we have a possibility of getting back. That's what we did last year. We did it and and it took a hellacious effort. And I don't know if we're going to have that same kind of reserve, like that same kind of energy to be able to make it happen two years in a row. That's a tough ask of professional athletes who have done a lot and have already put themselves through a lot. And we're already battling injuries. Like this was the first time I think this team has looked somewhat healthy, but there's still plenty of guys that are, still coming back from injury or are not a hundred percent burrow today. That the, the, the great sign for me was using his legs and calling design quarterback runs. He was and tough to sack today. It, he, he got sacked twice, but he got out of a few, like he got out of one real early in the game too. Stepped off Nick Bosa. I was surprised that he was able to do that because Nick Bosa's arms were the size of my legs. Well, <laughs> That's true. Um, <laughs> No, just he was confident, and he never had any kind of fear and was not sliding, scrambling for first downs. That's the Joe Burrow. That's what makes Joe Burrow that upper echelon of quarterback is he can extend you drives and give you plays that you wouldn't normally have and find ways to get hit the ball in the hands of, of players that will make plays for him. T. Higgins hadn't done a single thing until today's game. Yeah, yeah, he would. Because Burrow that. finally was able to get him the ball because he was healthy enough. So – Let's go back, Brian, to the near Niners then, because we were saying like how they were dominant. You guys looked unreal in that that game against the Cowboys, right? We were like, oh, there, you were feeling damn good. I can't believe you would be a dude did that show. McCaffrey, by the way, does get the 17 straight games of the touchdown. Like you said, you're not blaming him for the loss. So I have what is wrong with the Niners. Like you said, with that loss now, they're behind the Seahawks here. You've been saying that they're not like they're not scoring as much right now. But then you look at the defensive end with Wilkes. Shanahan comes out and rips him on Wednesday and in the press, you know, like doesn't even hesitate. Wilkes has to do his own conference. It does feel like we have a little division now on this team between offense and defense. That's got to be a huge concern. I'm ripping on IUK at this point. It's like you <laughs> you think you're number one. Debo yeah, goes yeah. down. Debo goes down. Like you if don't Debo's show in that up, game. That game goes don't very show up. Yep. You don't show up for three straight games. I you still saying. put up numbers. I mean. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, but like, he was open on that one on the bailout. But like that big play at half, those are the ones you got to make. He slipped a yeah, little bit, I mean, hit him right in the helmet. That you you want to get paid. You want to get paid as a good receiver. It's like you. This these are the games you got to show up for. And you right, it feels like they should abuse Kittle more in these games. Like I felt like they could have gone at him a lot. A couple more. times they well, he had a couple drops, but the couple or, times or they went to him today, he was Brown. open. Where's Ronnie? Yeah, 
Ronnie Bell, I mean. Yeah, I was like, Ronnie Bell from Auburn supposed- University. <laughs> I mean, Ronnie Bell, I mean, he's yeah. supposed to be a really good rookie. It's like he's not even in on the offense. Like, I, I don't know what they're doing right now. You think Purdy's just taking a step back? Like, he did throw those two big well, – pa- like, is that is that a reality? Is he just step maybe- back? Or is Samuel and Williams not there? That's two pretty good offensive players that help you, right? If, mean, if he if he regresses, like where do you go from here? You don't because because you, you shipped out Lance and you put all this investment in Purdy. It's like if Donald. you this 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 is on Shanahan. Yeah. And if you're if you're Lynch, you're like you know you step behind him. You go, hey buddy, this is on you, Shanahan. You're you're hitting a pan, you're hitting a panic button too 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 soon. Calm him down, Jordan. Give a calm him down a little bit. You're, 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 you're Purdy did a good thing and kept the team in the game. Purdy, 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 Purdy made played with Purdy made plays with his legs. Purdy extended plays. He's all pissed me missing. off. He, with five picks in three games? Are you kidding me? He's missing his left tackle. He's got the worst right tackle in the game right now, rated on the starting <laughs> line. I mean, what? What, what he a second a second year guy that's just on the, really the NFL learning curve? What do you, it's not time to hit the panic button. I mean, Tom Brady didn't look great coming out in his first two years. He got statistically. What do you go like six? He, he like, went to the Super Bowl, man. He won his first year. So yeah, I want to hear this Tom Brady stuff. Now, Brian, we got to – as Jordan's trying to calm you down over here, but Jordan, I respect that Stefan doing. He's coming off a tough loss here against your Bengals here, and you're wearing your Cincy hat. You probably- <laughs> <laughs> I, feel like Tyler get- be, I feel like Tyler should be on here taking this abuse. Like, he does. What, 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 I mean, what don't you have something that? you want to read? Like, throw the messages uh, on there, dude. Brian, you want to you want to pay up for our wager that, that we put out online? There was an online wager. You might as well do it, Brian. I had to do the 50 push-ups with you. Gosh darn it. Over that stupid Steelers. So let's get so it. I just want you to PD sign after me, okay, Brian? <laughs> I, Brian Johnson. I, Brian Johnson. As a representative of 49ers Nation. As a representative of 49ers Nation. Would like to congratulate the franchise that is becoming the future, the Cincinnati Bengals. Is that, what, what, <laughs> <laughs> I'd like I to congratulate the Cincinnati that, but... Bengals. Why, why don't you just say Burrow's my daddy or something? I'll say that. <laughs> and, and I would also like to acknowledge that the 49ers' success is because Paul Brown mishandled Bill Walsh's personality, thinking oh, that he couldn't I'm be not, a, I'm not a, a coach. Go there, <laughs> the 49ers wouldn't have won nothing if he could have just picked the right guy to be the coach. <laughs> Brian Burrow's my daddy. I think that says it sums it up for you right there. Yeah. Oh, there it is. Boomer. Boomer, where's the Chris Collinsworth poster? Roll one, Brad. We need it. We need to get it signed. Just for I don't got a Chris Collinsworth. I got Roll. Boomer. A- I after got Boomer. Monday, Darren's going to be crying because the oh, lines man. are going to be in 40 to 10. I'm not looking forward to talking about Monday Night Football. I'll tell you that. That'll be a short segment tonight. <laughs> <laughs> that will be a short segment tonight. Uh, no, but uh, Jimmy, well, what's kind of, we got Jordan's thoughts about calming him down a little bit. Come on, I do want to spend just a second more on the Niners because five and zero, oh, baby, this team's there. Let's go right there. Uh, then three straight. I will say this: the last time the Raiders had any excess, two thousand three, my the two, last time they made the Super Bowl, won the first four, looked dominant, lost the next four, won the next eight, made the Super Bowl. I'm just saying, like Jordan said, it could be the end of the world, but there is a chance they just need to find that groove again. But they do look lost right now. They do look like lost. I don't know what's with Wilkes. He's he's yeah, too he calm. Bad. He's too calm. You gotta be like. Somebody's got to be getting chewed out on that defense. 
Well, who were the last two defensive coordinators? Sala head coaching job, D'Amico Ryan's head coaching job. That's a, you know what I mean? I know Wilkes is looked upon as a good coach, and he's held a few jobs, but I mean, those are two young guys, right? Jimmy with enthusiasm. Jimmy, your thoughts there, real quick on the Niners? Uh, it's it's just a tough tough stretch, and uh, it, unfortunately, with a young quarterback and a guy that you didn't have a lot of starting experience before coming into the season you didn't know how low or how high things could go. I think that you have to deal with the fact that he's young. He's trying to make plays, which I don't think you can take away from him. And I agree with Jordan. Like he was pissing me off in the first half. Like he's 210 pounds. Somebody knock him out. So he stops running, please. Somebody (laughs) just hit him once because he's not even sliding, but no, he, he continued to break contain. He was uh, making extending plays and getting the ball off. If he would have continued to go to like Kittle and I feel like other guys that were open, if he could look in different places, he's got to be able to get to more than one read is the unfortunate truth. So now the the question becomes, did Shanahan bet on the wrong horse? I'm not going to say I, I agree that they we, we shouldn't just say that the 49ers are trash and they're not going to make the playoffs now. I still think that they're probably going to be in the conversation of winning this division. But Shanahan now has to answer for the fact that you put your faith in Brock Purdy. So let's get him where he needs to be get him to be able to read a defense go from one read to the other don't extend plays and then just check it down don't become Derek Carr that's not what we want check down Carr check down, <laughs> <laughs> check down Carr again they have Brian I think that uh your last thoughts on the Niners here um their defense sucks balls <laughs> I was so nervous about that defense Fred Warner uh, scares the shit out of me Bosa got there, but to Burrow's credit, he got rid of the ball quick today. He was with it. I thought that was a good conversation. This was the game of the day. We looked back into it. I know it didn't turn out to be the closest game, but it was going to have the most impact. Ryan, I will just say this with the Niners. Debo was obviously important, right? He's missed three games. They're 0-3 without him. Yeah, I mean, I, 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 you, 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 this was your opportunity and you failed. He let him down, Johnson. I like it. Niners yeah. Nation, hot, uh, uh, hot, hot take of the you week. You blew it! You blew it. Game of the day. Let's get this baby moving along here. Geno Smith, let's go with it. They throw the late touchdown. They beat the Browns there in your AFC North there, guys. 24-20. P.J. Walker continues to look like he has more life than Watson ever gives the Bengal, or gives the Browns, though. How serious should we start taking the, ju- the gum chewing? Pete Carroll's. That's what I have. Cleveland continues to play tough, though. What do we got here? What do you guys think about the Seahawks? Kind of like uh, right with it. Jimmy, what, what's your thoughts on the Seahawks there? I feel like they're they're going to be in the playoffs again because Gino he's not taking that huge step back that people were expecting. He is just what we all know that he is. He's been around long enough that he's not going to make the big mistake. He may sometimes like he has the random week where he makes a lot of plays and wins you games. I don't think that he's going to lose you games. So as long as you can play Pete Carroll style football, have a good running game, be able to get it to your receivers every now and then and make one or two plays that extend and, and get you points that you weren't expecting. That's what Geno Smith needs to do, and he can do that. He doesn't have to be Tom Brady because when Russell Wilson won with Seattle and Pete Carroll's system, he wasn't Tom Brady. It was built off of that Marshawn Lynch running game, that defense. The defense plays very well in Seattle. That was a very tough win that the Bengals had to come by against that team. They're no, going to be in the playoffs. They're going to have the possibility of upsetting somebody in the first round, and I wouldn't be surprised seeing Seattle playing in the divisional round of the playoffs this year. Jordan, do you think they win this division? Is there like are we they're five and two? They lead it right now. Or like that's what I'm saying. Are we seriously considering this team a division winner? I, I think it's a high possibility. I mean, they have a they have an outstanding defense. They have an outstanding secondary that 
gives up some of the fewest yards in the league comparatively. Uh, both young corners. You look at everything they've got on offense. They've reloaded. Jackson Smith and Jimba's finding his groove. He's got two touchdowns in two weeks. Uh, Gino, like you said, is uh, he's a little bit more above a game manager. They're not asking yeah. him to do too much, and he doesn't make too many mistakes. And, you know, like you get that uh, defense rolling and that run game established, and honestly, yeah, they, they have a real chance to compete and win that division and even be in a divisional round. Brian, I got to look at. I was looking at the schedule with these teams. This I find this fascinating with it because they're division winners. It's going to cut. So they play on. I, I, I don't have any confidence in the Niners right now. So yeah, I'm saying Seattle could win this division. Brian, listen to this though. They play Thursday, November 23rd, right on Thanksgiving, and then they play. Then you guys play at. You so you play at Seattle on November 23rd. Then you go at Philadelphia December 3rd, and then you've got to play Seattle again on December 10th. So three straight wow. weeks. That the schedule is so funky this year. That's I hate the, the, we, we the two divisional games within a month makes no sense. Jacksonville after the bye week. That's not easy. That's weird to play them back to back like that. Guys, I still think the Browns are playing tough there. I think they're like showing a little PJ Walker to me is like actually putting up a fight that he maybe should be a I know he's I know Watson's gonna play, but he's I know he wasn't is great. Is he gonna play? I don't know, probably uh, not. Uh, well, we know I, he's guess, I guess his, his shoulders really messed up. And too bad he he lost his privileges to the massage, massage therapy room if his shoulders bugging him. That's yep. that's unfortunate. What did what did uh, I may ask you guys this? Do, do, the, do the Browns make a trade for a quarterback before Tuesday's deadline? Who they all got hurt? <laughs> yeah, I know. Russell Wilson. <laughs> Well, they no, need I mean, five hundred million dollars for quarterbacks. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, you don't want. You look at Car- you don't want Desmond. I mean, Ritter. realistically, you look at you look at Carolina could trade Andy Dalton. You look yeah. at the, the you know the Saints could trade Jameis Winston if they wanted to go in on draft. Not what I could see, but Andy Dalton, though, man, I don't know about big. Oh, yeah, he's got a three hundred. He's got a three hundred yard game this year, where his passer rating was ninety eight. <laughs> his hair would go so well with those helmets. You guys got to admit that. You guys got to admit that was a bust on your part. That was a bust. Was it a bust? We were in the playoffs for a few years. Come on, come on. Yeah, he he never really got you guys over the top though. He never. He was a Derek Carr. We weren't ready to go over the top then. No, I mean, you still. Who was your receivers with him? AJ Green and TJ. Who's your mama? Hushman Zada was never there for Dalton. It he was, was Paul, right? It was, it was Marvelous <laughs> Marvin, A.J. Green, and Muhammad Sanu were the big three. Yeah. Sanu, that was the other guy that was on your team. The Sanu so, canoe. So just a weird part of the schedule there with it. But you know, the, I feel like the Seahawks, Brian, you guys have opened the door for them to seal this division. That's all I'm saying. You guys have now, like, you've opened the door. It was 5-0 and looking like it was a lock. It's definitely not that right now. Zero. That's why I have confidence in the Niners right yep. now. We'll give the, the Seahawks a 100% chance of winning it. That's the, that's where we're at right now with it. All right. Hey, I want to get to it. Best of the rest here. Rookies, Will Levi's, throws four touchdowns. Was not ex- if you had that in your big goals. I mean, I mean come on, Darren. You you ripped on this kid, and you said don't give him a chance. And lo- look did. at him. You sent look me these him. videos. Him. You sent me these videos this summer of throwing at nets, and he was missing by like five thousand feet. I, like I, I lost all. I should Are be you telling me you ordered Kentucky college football. You haven't seen Will Levis actually play in a game. No, I've said, well, because I, I haven't either. I never actually watched a Kentucky game from start to finish. So. It's that. Who was the, I did watch some Kentucky games when they had the the big quarterback for the lefty. But I did watch basketball those. games, right? No, the basketball. Well, no, there was a football basketball. guy, the hefty lefty. He played for the Giants back in the day. Jared Lorenzen. 
That's the guy, yeah. Um, I did watch some of those Kentucky games and the one they lost to LSU on the Hail Mary. Um, all right, so, yeah, he throws four touchdowns. Bryce Young gets his first win against the Texans in the matchup of rookies there. Kind of a weird – that was a weird good game in some way. It was like just kind of was an odd game, uh, that first one. Jordan, what do you kind of make of uh, the ro- couple of rookies here kind of getting their first win here? You got Levi is getting it for the Titans, four touchdowns. Makes Hopkins kind of unlocks him maybe a little bit. What are your thoughts there? I I mean, I, I myself, I, I, I did watch Levis play when he was at UK, uh, so I'm not totally shocked, but – from management to make him inactive to, hey, you're my day one. So I, I, I kind of dropped my jaw when I read the news. And I even yeah. kind of discussed it. I discussed it this morning on Sunday morning tailgate with Doug Stevens on this network. And, uh, you know, we kind of touched on it. And I didn't have any confidence in him all this morning. So I was absolutely blown away that uh, he played efficiently, blown away that he threw for four touchdowns and got the win. Because if you look at the Titans organization and the trades they made earlier in the week, it, it just like they, would, they took all their chips and – kind of cashed out but yeah i'm more surprised with that win than a carolina win doug what do you got or um doug you may be thinking about doug because i was doing the show with him last night on basketball as well jimmy what do you got for uh the rookies there doug and i uh doug and i have some issues to to address um i i i didn't think that the titans were gonna win i thought desmond ritter figured something out and then and i picked Tennessee or not tennessee i picked atlanta because it was at home I I don't know what they're going to do, but I feel like tomorrow is going to be a big day for Atlanta. Tomorrow is a big decision day, and they're going to have to figure out either you're making some move because you have plenty of, of talent on both sides of the ball. You make a move for a quarterback. If you can get somebody besides Desmond Ritter in there, is it going to make that much of a difference? And I've heard opinions both sides. Dan Orlovsky was just on a show that I listened to, and last week he said, no, there's probably not anybody. Like, he's done – he can do good things, but it's just not consistent enough. It's the reason why he probably played at Cincinnati and not a bigger school. So, unfortunately, I, I, I'm interested to see what they do, but I did not see this coming from Tennessee, and I did not see Will Levis oh, being that much of an uh, an upgrade because they haven't scored more than – I mean, they kicked the shit out of the Bengals, but other than that, Tennessee hasn't looked like anything all season. What do we think uh, What do we think there, uh, Brian, of John – Mike, out of your Falcon mind, we obviously shot you guys a lot on this podcast, so we get you out here shortly, but you can see it, right? We believe in Ritter just because we kind of have to. Dang it, you know, he kind of sucks up and down and out. I feel like he's not going to get the job back. I feel like Heineke would is. I feel like he's always been the better quarterback there. I mean, I never, I never hated him when he was was with Washington. Brian, is it is it time for the Falcons to put Ritter to bed? Yeah, I think it's time to, for them to bench him and. I definitely think it's time for the for the Titans to, to get you know no more Tannehill. No. You got to go with Will Levis. Did and, you see the deep balls he was throwing? That, those are yeah, like I, I had it up on the screen. That's a legit deep ball. That's not like that's yeah. When, when is when is Tannehill overthrowing that kind of ball? <laughs> he doesn't. He's stiff in the hips, right? That's what this. Tannehill was a receiver. If we're being a hundred percent fair with him, he should have been a receiver. Uh, we should have been he's a tight end they there's still time brian there's still time you can do it uh where, where, where's that. where's tyler right now i want easy he, he's here he's he, a, he talks a so much night. that's why he i can't do the so show it's did uh did did bashan did bashan play or did they leave him on the bench again and, and piss everybody off i i honestly didn't pay attention to anything other than the Bengals today 
John, I'm not going to show this highlight again of Will Levi's. I did it twice. I'm not going to do it again. I won't rub it in your face there for you with it. Uh, once again, I just charted the first half offense. It was terrible all the way around. Run game was shit. Blocking was shit. Dead was shit. And, yeah, the blown coverages we haven't seen all year from the de defense. Yeah, that's what's happening. Hopkins, though, like I said, you give him a little life there. Uh, that's what happens. Bryce Young on the Panthers doesn't really mean much from a win standpoint, but you don't really want to go 0-16 oh, as, a, as a rookie quarterback either. So it's nice to get that win, especially over C.J. Stroud. I felt like he was like – that had to be a little personal, right? Like I can't like, – you know, one – I, I don't know. I, I would think that would be mean something. Yeah, man, that was a lucky win, man. It was a lucky I still, win. I still say C.J. Stroud is having is on the trajectory to have the better career with the season yeah. that they're having, and every everybody says so many good things about C.J. Stroud. It, it's it's pretty insane because that's not normally what you hear about Ohio State quarterbacks. Ohio State quarterbacks normally don't adjust to the NFL level well, uh, so it's interesting to see. And he was voted a captain too, so I still say, yeah, you got the win today. No, it's so hard. It's so hard to go 17 and 0. It's just as hard as go 0 and 17. So you're going to win one game. And this happened to be the one. I mean, Houston wasn't expected to do much at the beginning of the season, anyways. They've been overperforming yeah. all year. They haven't. No, that's a good point. Real quick, back on the Falcons, I did want to note this because we talked about it last week a little bit, guys. Jordan, it was uh, Bijan. He did play today. Hello, fantasy fans. He was he was there. He did. I mean, he listen to his numbers real quick. Just I just kind of this is how scary he could be though. Eleven carries, sixty two yards, five point six average. Got the twenty five long. You kind of wonder why only the eleven carries. Maybe he has. I don't want that guy hurt. with the ball in his hands. I, I just don't understand. Like eleven carries. I mean, you better be really hurt to only give this guy eleven carries. I, I mean, I know you were down, but <laughs> that's a that's a good average there with it. So. He's a scary guy. You got to get him the ball more than he was he was today in a game like that. I mean, Jimmy, you coach football, right? You got to get your best player the ball more than that. That's not that's not good football right there. If you don't do it early, then you can't do it late, and that's the unfortunate truth. Oh yeah, hold on. I got to get this in from John here. All I said, all that said, I still see Des starting next week. Arthur said he wasn't replaced due to performance. Being cautious with concussion, he said. John, I will say this though. Like, if you, I do think, like, and you maybe you could give me more insight because I know you guys really. Heineke does feel like that backup that could easily seal this job, though. Just like he feels like he's kind of made that run. Like, you know how, like, the offensive he's line. He's done it before. Kind of like this? Exactly. And, he's and, done it and before. Once you, once you win the offensive line a little bit, you start to win the, a couple of receivers. Like, it takes time. But we'll see what happens with it. All I know is this he's on a short leash. Like, if he doesn't play well, he's getting released and he's fumbling the ball at a ridiculous rate. You know who it is? It's Eddie Martell and Shane Falco. And and Heineke is Shane Falco. Put him, put him in. He's got heart. He's got something here. Desmond Ritter doesn't look like he's got any heart left. He's going for give up slides. He's he's fumbling the ball as many, and as many times as possible. John, I hope you've seen that movie. I'm hoping I'm making you feel a little bit better. Just put in Shane Falco. That's all you got to do. Jimmy, we need to do a rewatchable on that. That would be a good. I have, I have to be I would, honest. Uh, B. I would John, sit there and watch. John that got everybody. me more. Got me more for fantasy this week than he normally does. Fourteen points. Yeah, last okay. week was pathetic. That was a one of. Uh, I think, I think of, he's more Jamie Fox any given Sunday. It's <laughs> <laughs> also a good one. Now we got. Now we're starting a new podcast on Variety Sports where we just watch old football movies and talk shit while we do it. <laughs> Dude, that would be fun. What was the one I was watching with my son last night? It's the Eagles guy with Mark Wahlberg. We were watching that oh, one. Oh, uh, Invincible. Yeah, we were watching that one. That's a good one. I, I don't mind that one a little bit once in a while. 
I uh, I went to a football camp with Johnson. Vince Bali's grandson. And he <laughs> yeah. showed up one day at the camp, and everybody was like, "Oh, oh shit! Oh, he did He didn't say anything. He was just there to watch his kid. It wasn't like he was there to speak or anything." I like how they have guys in the movies just like sitting at the. So, and I gotta be real. That's when sports was different back then too. Like I was talking to this, like where I, I always love that about old school sports. Like it meant more to a community because you're like listening around around the radio, or like you're you understand like. It's just different when you have when you can get it at that type of level. It changes the some of the drama behind it. And I, I'm a big radio person because I believe in the imagination of sports. So I always maybe that was something like football or basketball. It does it kind of does make it a little bit different when you have that co- kind of connection with it. There, so you're talking a to bit. a guy who broadcasted wrestling on the radio in college. Uh, I love it. What a move! So the right, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta I, I figured it out. That's all I can tell you. I figured out how to make it interesting. John Cena. No, I'm just kidding. That's my son, right? Cena. Good God he Almighty. Baby. He jumped Xavier. off the top of the cage. <laughs> my son Xavier in second grade is Cena for uh, for uh, Halloween this year. He plays soccer. And the last week he got the Halloween. That costume. is, ins- has the Cena that is insane, Aaron, because I went as John Cena like 20 years ago. Shirt so off? That much of content? Yeah, shirt probably. Off? Your shirt was off? My goodness. We like that. Well, we not, like that. No, not, I didn't have oh. shirt off. I had the puffy oh, muscle okay. suit. But I oh, had okay. the puffy muscle shoot, a John Cena shirt, a visor flipped upside down, and my dad had somebody at his office that had a padlock chain that I had I wore around. It was it was ridiculous. Who's the that's guy crazy that, that somebody's been able to dress up as John Cena for the last twenty years? Yeah, I know. My son's got the shorts going tomorrow with it, or on Tuesday with him. What's the other guy, Brian, that I like? That uh, he's got the song. He's got the long hair. He's got the. I like the little introduction he's got. That I know this. He, he, he jumps Ro- off Roman of Reigns. Yeah, uh, not Roman Reigns. He's skinnier. Um, he does all the high dives. Seth Rollins. AJ Styles. Seth Rollins. Seth Rollins. That's the guy oh. right there. Seth oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. My son loves it. <laughs> little shout out there to the wrestling community. There. All right, the nerds. Up. The nerds are here. The nerds are here. Hello, wake up. Yeah. All right, back to talking the grand air. Best the, of the, the, rest the guy that hit Roman Reigns in the back with the chair. And, oh, the and, chair. And, My favorite part. Ah, dude, that, that was 10 years ago. My I was a senior is- in high school. I was so distraught because my brothers and I were like, we're the shield. And then all of a sudden, that's the first one that we watched together. I was like, oh. My wow. favorite part was always the announcer. That's sick. Oh, my God. How could you that, do like, that? <laughs> How? How could you? Uh, I think else? back to South Park. He took a jerk. I, I would definitely, I would definitely say Seth Rollins after he did that was probably one of the best heels I've ever seen. He was good after that. I'll give you because he had like a bleach streak down his hair, and it was. Just How did like... he get the ketchup on there, Brian? I don't understand. How he got <laughs> no, just kidding. Hey, hey, Jaguars. Speaking about blood, they got they smell of blood out right now. They're just they're at six and two right now. They got the Steelers. Rev your Steelers. I know you work on Sundays. I know you got it. One of these will around the holidays. Hopefully you'll be able to join us again. He was awesome last year on the show. Steelers guy with it. Uh, Jimmy, the Jaguars, six and two. They play the Niners next after the Niners buy. Is that a scary game for the Jags? How serious are we starting to take this Jags team? That's what I, that's, that's my question to you guys. How legit is this Jags team? This is one of their tougher games, but their schedule is so favorable that this Jaguars team is is on the right trajectory and in houston losing the last few weeks helps them out even more but the trevor lawrence etn all of these young players that they brought in to be the next wave of jacksonville jaguars plus doug peterson have started to meld together and it's starting to look like it is legit i think that game against the 49ers 
kind of like what I said for the Bengals. This is your litmus test because we know the 49ers are a good team and they've been in high-pressure situations. The Jaguars haven't been. So if you can play really well, beat a team in that situation, then it's like, okay, this is this is where we're going to be. This is where you guys have proven yourselves to to be taken seriously. So I think that's going to be an interesting one for them. Fan, I, I'd hit the panic button if we lose to the Jags. I would too. I, I would too. Yeah. The Steelers always lose to the Jaguars. So as much as I hate the Steelers, I'm sure all their fans are like, you know what? It's really not that not that big of a deal. Uh, we're we're just gonna go down to to the sports bar. We're gonna go down to the local sports bar. We're gonna figure this thing out. Pick it'll be back soon. Uh, Jimmy, I think they're gonna start talking British. Most of the Jaguars fans here shortly. They're gonna start making all those. I actually get this thing at Sunday school this morning. This guy, like this kid in third grade, was doing, the whole time. I was like, he was doing it in a British accent. I was like, all right, I dig it. He's he's acting. I'm good with it. I was like, he he held character all hour and 20 minutes. I was impressed. I'd never met him in my life, but it was, I was impressed with it. I got the Sunday score here down below Chargers 27-7. Gentlemen, it, people out there, if you're watching that game, we got to give you better entertainment than that. I'm, I'm telling that you, game. tune in to Talk in the Gridiron. We will definitely give you better t- entertainment than this pathetic <laughs> effort right now. If you're watching Warriors Rockets, I'd at least give you a little bit more respect. J- uh, J- uh, Jordan there, Jaguars, how legit is this Jags team in your opinion? I, I, I'd, I'd say let's make them real legit. I mean, you, you look at the talent on their roster. Really? You look at Kirk. You look at the trade they made. They bring Ridley in, ETN. I mean, they're, they're loaded from top to bottom offensively. I, I think there's no reason. I don't think they're underperforming. I don't think they're overperforming by any stretch yet. But I think uh, you got to take them seriously. They're definitely going to be a round, one, a round one playoff team. Whether they win or not, I'm, I'm not as confident of them moving forward past the first round. But definitely they're in, they're in a favorable division. They uh they're loaded top to bottom. Their health isn't that bad right now on both defense and offense. So yeah, I'd, I'd say they're here to make a run. The reason I like them is because they've won kind of ugly this year so far too. That's the reason I also like them. They're six and two and they've won ugly a little bit. Johnson Broncos stunned the Chiefs. My goodness, what happened here, Johnson? I mean, my, the Chiefs. We gotta love it. We gotta love it. And I like the the Broncos. I'll give you a little credit here once in a while. Playing the Taylor Swift, shake it off at the end. I'll give you a. Give you a little 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 <laughs> round of applause for that with that at the end of the game. So I got to shout that out. Johnson, Chiefs lose the first loss under Taylor Swift. This could be a big moment in the in the season. We'll see what happens. What do you got? I thought they were going to kind of play it dramatic and have Taylor Swift slap Kelsey in the locker room or something. <laughs> I can't be with a loser. Because <laughs> <laughs> we, we know how uh, how real that relationship is. Yeah, oh. I know. Jimmy's got the music there. Uh, like, yeah, like, yeah. I got Check a 15-hour car ride coming up with a Swifty, so I have a feeling I'm going to be listening to a lot of that music. Oh, you got 15 hours to kill, my friend. I'm sure she has had a concert movie. Did you see that with her? Not yet. I haven't oh, been subjugated. You to that your eye- hold on. You rolled your eyes like that's on the back. I know. She's at work right now, so she's not watching live. But when she does see this, then I'm going to be in trouble. Well, I, I, I am a little watch. concerned with uh, Chiefs offense. It's just, yeah. If you, if you, you can take out, if you can take out, if you can take out the, you know, Kelsey. Get good, get good cornerbacks, and you take away Kelsey. It's like, what else can they do? I, the, I, I always feel like this. Like, if this was like a Bill Belichick defense, like back in its prime, they would just double them, and then I feel like the receivers would have a hard time at times, like Manning did with yeah. the Colts. Uh, Jordan, what's your thoughts on it? And then we'll go to the hometown yeah. guy here. 
you know, I, I, I wish I had the sound bite so I could play it. Uh, and I said this, I said it this morning on Sunday morning, Jailgate. This was my upset of the week. Uh, yeah, I saw that. Yeah. Between the, uh, between Mahomes not feeling good, the weather, the Broncos coming off a big win, you know, and, uh, I've been saying it all year. You know, Patrick Mahomes had more interceptions going into this game than Russell Wilson did. And uh, they haven't been playing that efficiently if you look at the overall scheme of things. And one or two calls, I've been saying this all season, one or two calls against the Jets and some other games, they're easily a three-loss team. I mean, uh, they're they're not as powerful as they used to be. Mahomes is still great. Kelsey's unbelievable. But uh, as overall as a team, they're not – they're not what we're used to seeing. So, no, I, I was not a, immediately shocked over this. Jimmy, the floor is yours, Mr. Denver. The first time since Gary Kubiak was the head coach, Peyton Manning was a starting quarterback. The Broncos finally beat the Chiefs. That's Crazy. the first time Patrick Mahomes has ever lost to the Denver Broncos. Crazy. Um, I, I, feel, I had a feeling. I did say on our show on Thursday when we went live, that the Broncos normally do play the Chiefs pretty well at home, and it was going to be cold. We hit with my little guys. We won our league championship this week, but we spent a whole all Friday and all all pregame Saturday like it's cold. You're going to have to deal with it, and I'm sure that they probably said that. But just there was a lot of other stuff going on with the Chiefs, and they have extra games to work with. I think they're two games ahead now. They're one game ahead of the next best team, the AFC. So as much as you don't want to lose these divisional games, two divisional games against the same team. Within a month is a little ridiculous, in my opinion. And uh, they ran into that today. And the the Broncos aren't a team. They, they're they coached better now to where they're not going to make the stupid mistakes. Melvin Gordon's not going to fumble, and you're not going to return it for a touchdown that's going to keep you in the game. You're, so is, you're just going to be smoked out. Is Nico fired up about the Broncos after this, or is this just like, uh it's a one? We get a Victory Monday podcast. We're going tomorrow, Victory <laughs> Monday podcast, and we're <laughs> – we're dressing up. So it's victory Monday. We're doing our picks. And then we're just talking about Halloween because I'm going to my trip on Thursday when we normally release. Um, so we're excited. We didn't think that we'd get a victory Monday podcast where both our teams won, but here we are week eight. It only took two months. Hey, uh, I got a shout out my guy here. C- uh Chris over here at New York, CP New York sports network. Check, check him out. He does a lot of good stuff Has the giants on there. Uh, giants lost my hurt and hurt my soul. Chris, this is like what a good pod. So I'm going to keep you engaged here. I want to go right to this. I guess it's my oh yeah segment, but we're going to go back to the other one, but I got to keep you with it since you're all with me. You can give me the thoughts on it. Gentlemen, the Jets stunned the Giants. I mean, a terrible loss for the Giants. I mean, just like I put a fork in me just a, as a fan. I can see where Chris is going off right now. Like they lose 13 to 10 in maybe one of the uglier games of the year. They The the Jets improved to four and three. Giants fall to two and five. Let's stay with his Giants and Jimmy. Sorry, you did pick them to go to that. I'm not going to finish the sentence. But with that said, you you called it earlier after that. Chris is on. What do you got for Chris here? Who does it? He's a Giants fan through and through. Barkley looked better today on 33 carries, but good night. They they just refuse to admit that they need to run their quarterback, and that's a big part of their offensive game plan. They have to have the design quarterback runs, and, and then Saquon can get loose, and they can start doing their offense off of that. But they haven't been able to accept that this year. So right now, the lack of weapons that they have because of the salary cap issues, the lack of uh, admitting who they are as a team, I think that the Giants are going to continue to struggle. And the Jets are just biding their time because Aaron Rodgers shouldn't be able to walk at this point. And he's able to throw gingerly on his legs. So 
as long as they can continue to keep their head above water. And I think Zach Wilson's embracing that role. He wants Aaron Rodgers to come back this season because if he can just keep their head above water and Aaron Rodgers comes back, all the pressure gets taken off of him. Do we trade Barkley Williams? Do we stick it out for the season? I can't believe Graham Gano. Appreciate the, I appreciate Mr. Primetime checking in here. He's a Giants fan out. I believe Detroit there. Correct me if I'm wrong, sir. But that's where you're out as well there. Giants lost, hurt my soul. Gosh, that was where I was at last, last week with the Raiders. I feel you guys on this part of it as well. Giants fans, I mean, I know your brother's a Jets fan there, Jimmy, but, like, this is not a game, even if he's already, he's like, great win. Like, even Jets players were like, we're going to be stuck on there. It's not <laughs> good. <laughs> it's not they were, great. They were like, you even know, Jets are like excited. Uh, but, you know, that the, the, the NFL is not like college, to man. Kill it doesn't matter how you do it. Go ahead, Jordan. What did you say there? I was just saying the NFL is not NCAA. There's no style points. A win's a win. It goes in the column. That's true. Do they trade Barkley or Williams, Brian? Um, probably not. Um, it, I think they already came out and said that Barkley's not going to get traded. So, <laughs> as the Jet, this is a Giants fan. If he went for the Jets, he's a bonus. I guess that's a Giants fan. Dirty duty in there for that part of the segment. Uh, Barkley, I don't see him getting traded. Williams, I don't see him either. They're just too they're just too good of players to trade him. I just think it's one of those seasons where we've talked about where, from the Giants' standpoint, you lost your you know you paid a quarterback that's just not worth that money. Yeah, that's that's what happened, and you're getting you're paying for it right now. The Jets four and three. If anything, this just gives Wilson a little bit better chance to have a little bit better career. If anything else, I don't really think it means anything for them actually going forward in the season. Like maybe they get a seven seed. But you're not doing anything with Zach Wilson. It's just it's not going to ever happen. I'm sorry. That's you guys all feel the same way, right? Or am I wrong? Somebody telling me they believe I'm differently. I'm fifty fifty on him. You look at the way he played against the Chiefs. I mean, he, there are times he has gorgeous passes, and there are times he makes boneheaded plays. It's just it, it's the good, the bad, the ugly in every game. So I, it just depends what Zach Wilson shows up on the playoff game if the if and when they make it. Chris, just curious if you did go to this game as well. He says Adore is gone. Williams should be gone. If they can find a bag of chips for him, how yeah. how crazy would be would this be a playoff game? Wild card round, they play against the Chiefs, and it's Aaron Rodgers, <laughs> and you got the Swifties in the crowd, and he called basically um, Kelsey <laughs> Pfizer boy. So. Uh, yeah, was it like Barry Bonds when he played in San Diego? That's right. We're throwing syringes on the field. Oh my God, that's right. That's right. <laughs> I like it. Drake May look like yeah, he would look good in a uniform. You imagine like before the game, like you know, Rogers going up to shake Kelsey's hand, like he called him Pfizer boy. I would love that. If that was <laughs> uh, gentlemen, it's been a fun show so far here on Talk of the Grid. We're going a little longer than usual, but we we like that when we get comments in on the show. We'll keep it going for people on this show. Or I'm, we're willing to. That's what we love here. Giants Nation tuned in here a little bit, Mr. Primetime. We appreciate that. It's Chris out in New York. Appreciate that. Best of luck with your podcast as you continue the journey with that as well. We got to get him on here with one of these shows for sure. He's a great guy. He does a really good job. So I got to get him on here with it. Um, all right. Hey. We're going to go from that game, which was kind of brutal a little bit to watch that moment a little bit. We have that with it with, real quick here with it, my question of the week, who is the best quarterback in the NFC presented by Row 1 Brand? Is it is it is it Jalen Hurts? Is he the best quarterback now in the NFC, Jimmy? Uh, he's able – they've seemed to figure out what he's able to bring to the table and put him in positions to win. 
the fact that they had to come back, it, it's the it's goes back to the two divisional games within the month against the same team. I don't know if you can say he's out and out the best quarterback in the NFC, but right now he's playing the best and he's getting the most out of his, his team around him and he's he's benefiting from having a really good defense. But I, I wouldn't necessarily say he's like wowing you with quarterback play. Yeah, shout out, Chris, real quick. Appreciate your fellas covering this tough loss. Had to come through and support signing off, but keep doing your thing. We love to get you on here once in a while. Chris, appreciate appreciate you tuning in, like we said on it. Yeah, that, that's a good call. I agree with that with Hurts on with the Jimmy. Real quick, but I have it at the bottom of the line. My other question of the week is a bonus one. Who's the best old school jersey in the NFL? Oilers. Yeah, and they busted yeah, it out tonight. I was curious what you go there. It reminds me of Warren Moon. Yeah, every time you see that, it's good award mood day. Earl Jimmy. Campbell. Earl. Yep. <laughs> Can't forget Earl, too. And I remember Eddie George, he played with him that one time against the Raiders that last year in Nashville. They kind of had it, but it had some little weird little difference on the helmet there with it. Jerry Goff. A little bit, a little NorCal shout out here, Novato, forty miles away up north. Not gonna disagree with that one. Have an autograph from him. I feel, I feel like yelling at God right now. Six years of Jimmy, and you're going to give me another Jimmy. Don't do this to me. Don't. Brian, three weeks ago we were saying he could be the best. And now you're saying he could be Jimmy Garoppolo. What's going on here? Well, you know, my, my, my pick before the injury, Kirk Cousins was playing out of his mind the last two weeks. <laughs> best that, they said it's team. an ankle injury that looked like an Achilles popping underneath the ankle. So Yeah. Not good for him on that. Oh, uh, I read it was officially an uh, officially an Achilles tendon tears out. And that that's exactly what it looked like, so it makes sense. But the the fact that they tried to cover it up with ankle injury says a lot about what the NFL is willing to make you play through. Uh, that's a good point. I thought Brock Purdy that was the fastest I've ever seen anybody clear concussion protocol in the last three years. Maybe that's what it was today, Brian. Maybe he was still concussed. He was seeing four different receivers. <laughs> He would see too many guys. I think the Seahawks busted out some pretty good jerseys today. Just to say, I thought they had. I thought the old school jerseys of the Seahawks was it bad as well. It's the Raiders. We all know that. That's the answer to that old school jersey question. Have they ever changed their jersey enough to can be considered old school? They still haven't. The sixties is a little different, but not. It hasn't changed for fifty years. I'll give you that. It hasn't been there. I I think the Broncos older ones were. I kind of like some of those as well. The Giants old school one I kind of like, but I'll say also the Eagles one. Was it isn't bad as well? That's, I, that's I, really I do great. like the Eagles old school. Your Bengals ones are one of my favorite ones as well. The black when you guys wear the black pants with the black shirt, that's like definitely one of it. Kirk is my most underrated quarterback of all time. He, I mean, he looked really good on Monday Night Football. Like he got the ball out. He looked like clean. Brian, now I wish you, we wish you played yeah. the Vikings. <laughs> I bet you, you wish you played the Vikings now. You'd have a chance to beat him a little bit. But you guys, we talked about it. News and notes here. They get the victory. The Vikings. Can we all say this? Feels like season over, even though they yeah. go to four and four with this win. Like it feels like season over, right? Can we just make it a little quick, Brian? What do you think? Season over, yes or no? Yeah, I think we need to, you know, scratch a line off. There. We'll get to that. How about the Jordan Love over? What happened to him now? That that kind of went that uh, that bubble yeah. burst real quick there, huh, Jordan? Yeah, I I think you know the NFL stands for not for long league, and uh, yep, you 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 saw the good from Jordan Love, and now I think. The league's got some film on him. Uh, you know, you, you see some basic play. And uh, the, I think he'll get better. But, I, you know, same thing I was saying to Brock, Brock Purdy. You know, it's yep. it's such a learning curve in this league. And, you know, he's got to either make the adjustments or crumble under the pressure. So, uh, I'm not ready to write off Jordan Love's career. I think Green Bay's done for the season. But 
Jordan Love moving forward. I, only time will tell if he gets better or not. Save that energy for one of my favorite my favorite segments of the talk of the grid. I heard Jimmy. Next news and note here. I'm going to go to you, AFC North guy. Gus Edwards runs for three touchdowns. Ravens defense keys 31-24 win over the Cardinals. They the Bills beat the Bucks Thursday. Kind of ugly a little bit, I would say. I got to ask you: You trust the Ravens or the Bills more to win to make the Super Bowl? It, it kind of to me those teams are kind of feel even a little bit in that regard. The Bills depends on what they do next Sunday against the Bengals in prime time because they haven't had good success in the last few times that it's been big games against Bengals. So if they're, they come out and they actually well, look how about like right now, come on, I'm asking no, you right now, no, the Ravens are the better team. They've shown that they uh, have the higher ceiling and, and they've played the better games so far this season more consistently. So the, the Ravens are better at this point in the season, but if the bills can look really good against Bengals Sunday night and uh, bring back that primetime curse that I'm so familiar with as a Bengals fan, then it'll be a different story. But right now the Ravens are the better team. I would agree with that real quick here. Lions still need to worry about the Vikes, have to play them twice, could play spoiler. Depends if the, the fifth-round quarterback from BYU, a little small, see if he can get the job done there for the Vikings. I, I know there was the time where uh, Chris Collinsworth, he said he's, the pen slipped out of his hand, but I think he meant to throw it at the Ravens fan. Then. And then he said he wanted it back during the live broadcast. <laughs> it was like, no, that's not going to happen. He didn't want any of that back, Johnson. He knew what he said. He knew what he wanted. He said it with it. What do you think there, Jordan? On what, which one? I'm sorry. Do you trust the Ravens or Bills more? Honestly, seeing that the Ravens kind of snook one out from Cincinnati when Joe Burrow wasn't healthy, I, I trust the Bills more. Uh, Josh Allen has a higher ceiling as a passer. That offense is more explosive on the outside with their weapons. And uh, if, you know, Von Miller can get back to himself here now going to the second half of the season, I honestly trust the Bills more than do the Ravens. The Ravens are just too – he's just too inconsistent. You'll have games like this where they'll squeak it, then they go to Detroit and cream them. It's just uh, – it's too much of a roller coaster for me to trust the Ravens over the Bills. Uh, we got here Zach Jay tuning in here. Uh, looks like he might be a Lions fan. <laughs> we, will be, we will be talking Monday night soon against my Raiders. Hopefully you guys will be a little kind to us and keep us in the game. Hey, is, uh, is porn star Jimmy going to make an appearance? Well, I don't know. We'll see if his back is not thrown <laughs> out enough. We'll see if he had a wild weekend. See if we can keep him in the keep him in the game here. Zach, appreciate you tuning in here on Talk of the Gridiron. We're reaching an hour here. Usually, folks, we're done at this point, but like Jimmy and I have always said, you get the comments coming in. We'll go, we'll go as long as we need to. We're both radio guys in that sense. We'll talk what we need to with it. And this is NFL Week 8. This is midseason. The Bengals are coming off a big win. These guys are fired up. That's why we're ready to go a little longer. As I've well. got enough of this franchise. I'm done. <laughs> we're done with it. <laughs> Brian, Brian is throwing in the tank. Uh, Shanahan's career is over. I, I can't, I can't anyway. deal with another six years of Jimmy. Jimmy. I can't deal with that. I can't. I Birdie, can't. Pick it up. I don't want my. I don't want my friend to <laughs> out every week. I need him to keep. I need to keep him alive. Before, uh, keep him alive here. Uh, all right. So that's the Ravens Bills part of it. Prescott gets the three touchdowns. Rams go over. They crush the kind of or the Cowboys crush the Rams here. Not much. I want to get into that game with it. We talked <laughs> about we talked about Bryce Young out dueling them. Oh yeah, gentlemen. Derek Carr does have a tough week. Beats the Saints. Beats the Colts here. 38-27, they kind of bounce back, have a little bit of life in there with it. How are we feeling? I didn't have it as news and notes here as my stuff, but I want to get your thoughts. Eagles end up beating the commander. Jimmy, is it, are you worried about this Hurts injury a little bit with the leg? It does, he only ran for seven yards. 
or, or does this make it more impressive that they win? He gets AJ Brown involved with the with the, again was it six straight games with 125 yards, looking like a just absolute monster. If they can make it so that he gets healthy by the end of the season going into the playoffs, then then fine. But if it's something that lingers through there, then it becomes more of a worrisome thing. But if he's able to just start throwing it to A.J. Brown, actually start getting the passing game going more and use those running backs that they have behind that offensive line, I think that they could still be successful even if he is a little bit less than 100%. So they're they're a good enough team right now that I don't I don't really care about the injury too much. Yeah, and that Jordan, you feel the same way? 50 50. Uh, yeah, I think they'll figure it out in the short term, but if his legs don't return for the playoffs, I think it's going to be a one and done exit. Hey, that's called uh, if you're right, because they do rely a lot on his running to set up a lot of the offensive passing. Like that is part of their game. So without him being moving, be able to move around. And Brian, I know you would love to hear that if he was. He couldn't move around. The Niners could just sit back and try to rush him. That would be giving yeah, you guys just, just, just keep give, just keep hitting that leg real hard, guys. Just keep hitting Hit that leg, leg just like they hit Purdy's arm last year. <laughs> this is my favorite part of the show. What teams can we cross off the list here? Terrell, if you're out there, you said the Vikings. They're not four and four. I can't cross them off the list. I'm telling you, this has to be ones that we are. The fork is in these. Fra- I, we can't, I, I think we got. I think we got to do the Packers. Are the Packers dead? Are we are we officially calling them dead? Yeah, the Packers are dead. Put a fork in them, Jordan, Jimmy. You guys agree? I don't know. Let me look. Uh, where, where are we at with the Packers? We're right. We're sitting in third place. They're, they're two, two and five, five, Ryan. Two and five. I mean, I, I get. I, mean, I don't know. I, I don't <laughs> feel like I can put them dead yet. I feel like that's still in the oh. in the fight here. I feel like they're still there with it. What do you guys are? Are we willing to put them as dead? Are they dead a little bit? That's probably the only team that's worth thinking about. I think the Broncos will be dead by the end of the deadline tomorrow. Well, we have the Broncos dead already. We have them in here. We have the Patriots, Broncos, Giants, Cardinals, Bears, Panthers. Those are the teams I think are dead. Those are the ones I I, like because I'm talking like, like I mean, like I said, like yeah, I have to be. If I'm putting money on, they got to be out of it. So, I I, I, I say add them to the graveyard. Put them in the add the Packers to the graveyard. They 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 look lackluster. The uh, you know the lack of weapons on the outside are finally catching up. Uh, you know, Aaron Rodgers at two and five, I, I say bring it back from the grave. But Jordan Love, just too much in, inexperience, too much inconsistency. I say their season, their season's done. They might play spoiler, depending on, uh, you know, if a team like the Vikings or something make a run late in the season, depending on the schedule, they might spoil somebody. But as for their season, I think it's I, I think it's done. I add into the list here. We got a few others that they want us to consider. We got Tennessee, Green Bay. We already mentioned Green Bay, Tennessee. I don't know. They got Levi's now. Is Levi's oh, with the key ball? Can we get, we can't eliminate him yet? Chargers. They got the they got the softy and the Bears tonight. They got the softball game, Jimmy. They got the, they got a, they got the game here. They get back on winning track. Now let Raiders. You're pathetic. Just a reminder. Uh, Washington. Should we add the Commanders to the list? I can't do that yet. There's a Commanders no, team that gets the seventh seed every year. I can't get them I, out. The Giants. They definitely on it. Let's Hard see what Bears. they do on a Tuesday because I know there's a lot of unhappy players ready to leave. What yeah, about the Steelers? The Steelers. Cardinals. He says add the Steelers. Do you guys? Do I kill the Steelers, Jordan and Jimmy? Do I kill them? Do we add them there? No, I, no I've way. been an AFC fan, nor AFC North fan, my whole life. You can't. You you can't kill. Too the hard. Too hard to kill. <laughs> Too hard. No way you kill them. Have we added the cards yet? Because we got to add the cards. The cards are definitely on this list. Yeah, they're on there. We got like I said, we added the Bat Packers. So we're killing the Patriots, Broncos, Giants, Cardinals, Bears, Panthers, Packers. None of these teams I want you to make the playoffs now. This is like survival football. We called you out early. We don't want you making it there with it. All right. Who you got? Monday Night Football. 
Raiders, Lions, spread is seven and a half Lions. Give me both. Jordan, you go first. Uh, g- give me Detroit all day. You know, I, I said this this morning on a, the Sunday morning tailgate podcast. I, I think uh, Detroit comes out angry. I think there's no better team to get your, your groove back on in Las Vegas. The, the front office is a mess. The head coach is a mess. Players are speaking out wanting to be traded. Other players are just talking about their own legacy. Write this game off. It's, it's Detroit all day. You got 31-20 Raiders with it. That would cover the spread as well. Johnson, what do you got? Lions, Raiders. I mean, okay, can I say this real quick? Raiders, if you're going to lose, start Aiden O'Connell, not the 15-year veteran that we already know sucks. All right, just a little hint. I haven't been, I just, this is a little hint, a little coaching tip. Brian, who do you got? I'd say the the Lions win 34-10 to 10 and Jimmy throws three picks. You son of a – he at least had a good night last night. At least he had a good night last night. Jimmy, yeah. we go to the other Jimmy. He's a little bit more productive. What do we got, Jimmy? What do you got? I picked the Lions on our show. I'm sticking with the Lions. I don't know if it will be 34 to 10, but I think two touchdowns is, is easy. And uh, I don't know who's going to be a quarterback, but that is the coaching. It's the organization. It's the fact that they're on the road and Detroit needs to bounce back. They're not looking over the Raiders anymore because they need to make sure that they win this game. So it's, it's, I, I say Detroit. It's pathetic. Like I said, the Raiders are the worst franchise in the history. I want to see O'Connell. It has to be O'Connell. Nobody wants to see Hoyer, who was drafted the same year as Mark Sanchez. Nobody wants to see that. It's over. Nobody wants to see him playing anymore. If we lose, give me the rookie. Let's lose with him a little bit. Could we have asked for a worse situation where the Lions just get embarrassed the other week too? And like, you know, they're going to be super fired up on national TV. You cannot get, remember Jimmy, we said that you, or uh, Brian Jordan last week, you cannot get embarrassed like you did last week against the Ravens and then come back and lose to the, to the Raiders at home yeah. on Monday night. That, that's unacceptable. If you're a real team like that, that cannot happen on, uh, I'm sorry. If the Lions lose tomorrow, they drop massively in how I feel about them. Matt, I, I, I feel totally indifferent about the Lions if they lose to the Raiders tomorrow. Completely. So everybody, I'm, su- I'm assuming, feels the same way if that's the case with it. No one wants to see Jimmy. He's got you, Jimmy, the, uh, Brian, the, the porn star. We got him on there. He had a good night. Like we said, Jimmy is starting. Yep, he is back. They, they did make a comment on Facebook. They said, this is where it's coming with the Raiders. They're, they're guessing who Jimmy's uh, girlfriend is right now. The week-by-week basis there. You never know what you're going to get. Real quick, standings update. <laughs> Dolphins lead 6-2 in the AFC West. We got the Ravens leading the North. Jaguars leading the South. Behind the Texans looking, they're going to take that division later. Raider, the Chiefs, Raiders somehow in second place. I don't know how that – Broncos now making a little push as well. 3-5. and five. Chiefs are going to run away with that. Eagles, they end up – they're leading the East, as we know. Lions leading the North. Falcons, as mid a division as we get. The NFC South there, 4-4. Four and four. Seahawks surprisingly leading the NFC West there five and two. So that's what you look like there, gentlemen. In the as we get into that, hey Jimmy, game ball week eight. Who do you got for game ball this week? Who's who gets your who gets your game ball this week? Game ball goes to Joe Burrow. I mean, yep. he he led the offense to the performance that we needed to see. He got the win in a tough place. That was the first time that they've won in eleven tries, or it, not the first time. First time that the San Francisco 49ers have lost in eleven tries at at Levi Stadium. So, uh, big game for him, and, and that was what we needed to see. So, my game ball goes to Burrow. He was awesome this week with it. He, he really was. That first half, like, Brian, you had, you had as soon as you saw that first half, you're like, probably, oh, crap. We're a deep crap this game. Jordan, who do you got for game ball? It can't be Joe Burrow. Sorry. 
to be anybody. I, I got Russell Wilson. I mean, big upset, wow. helping out the whole AFC, opening up the division. I put played amazing, threw multiple touchdowns, limited on turnovers. Wow. So I, I, my game ball is Russell Wilson. He he is the man right now. Sierra, little part five. She get two percent. Nothing. She she'll probably make no, herself two. Never. She's such yeah. an. Uh, we see her around town. She was at the lacrosse games for the PLL here in, here in Denver. She doesn't do yeah. anything anything beneficial. Like no, no, no game balls. We got Burrow. We got over here with Jordan Brian. Who you got for game ball this week? Jane I'm Hammond. gonna go. I'm gonna go. The Bengals defense. They made Purdy look like Jimmy Garoppolo out there. Oh, nothing could be more insulting than that. With it, nothing could be more. Insulting. I got Will. <laughs> will the throw Levi's? You throw four touchdowns on your for, and you get three of them. All of them deep balls there with it. Mr. Primetime's got Joe Burrow as well here for his game ball. I got to go. Will Levi's there with it. He get. I mean, rookie start. You give me that. I also had the Broncos down three touchdowns. Also, Justin Simmons. He had two takeaways in this game as well. And Hands him a Mahomes, just a crazy stat. His first AFC West road loss. Just insane. That 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 is an actual stat with a human being this long in the league. In his division, Jimmy, that is absolute ownage. Of a division, me and Nico have felt that pain for a while now, folks. Week 9, quick look ahead to the schedule here. We'll call it a show. Gentlemen, in Germany, we got Miami at Kansas City next week at 6.30. That could be a beauty. That and Mahomes having to travel after being sick this week all cross country. I'll tell you this: if I was sick, I just want to stay home for five days. I don't want to do anything like go to Germany. I'm just being honest with you. So, uh, real quick on that game, that, that kind of feels like a big game, Jimmy. Real quick on that game. That's good. That's good. Uh, I think that <laughs> That's good. The, the the game is going to be very lackluster, but I do think that we're going to see a blitz strategy from Miami. And the Dolphins, we walk away, the hands achieved two losses in a row. <laughs> Guys, good luck matching that one with it on it. Jordan, who do you got for it? Give, give, give me 31-28 Miami. I think Miami wins in a shootout. <laughs> we got with Lamar is 17-1 versus the NFC. That is a crazy stat. I will, that is an absolute crazy stat if you're 17-1 against any team. Thanks for probably that one, Mr. Primetime. Brian, real quick, who you got with that game? Yeah, um, I just feel like Miami's got to show they can beat a legit contender. So I got well, that go happens in Germany, Kansas City. There maybe on a little notice this week. I got the schedule up here: primetime games, Tennessee at Pittsburgh Thursday night. We'll see if Levi's can do it against in Pittsburgh. You do you throw four touchdowns in Pittsburgh? I know these Bengal fans are now saying, "Oh, we're we're the, the, we're raising a little bit the bit." I know if it's not even your your grandfather's Steelers, this is still a big win there if they end up getting that. For a big time matchup there, so that's a look ahead on the schedule there with it. That would be a big primetime game. Buffalo at Cincinnati next Sunday, Brian. Buffalo at Cincinnati. The Chris Collinsworth fighting Bengals. I would love to get these two guys on live. Hopefully that will be the case next Sunday when we get a little Bengals Bills action. That is a big game, gentlemen. Come on, come on, Jordan. That's got to be a big one. It's a huge one. Should be no action. Should be no no action action with the way the Bills have looked so far. That should be no, okay. Uh, Dallas or <laughs> Philadelphia, that excite anybody? That that kind of get anybody? Chris versus my Raiders. I mean, Dallas, Philadelphia is not that's not the worst game. Or Seattle at Baltimore, that's not a bad game either. So those are those are probably your best games. And then the Chargers again, they get the prime time. New York, Brian at the Jets, they get the Jets on prime time. Zach Wilson gets the prime time game. So that's what we're looking like there next week on prime time with it. So 
that's a little ahead to our schedule next week. I am looking forward to that game, though, Saturday night, gentlemen. That will be a good – that's kind of right there with it. Buffalo at Cincinnati. That's a beauty looking right at that game. So I look forward to that one this week with it. The only bad of the week I had, and I'm sure maybe you guys feel the same way here real quick. Buff, whoa, Bengals win in Buffalo. Mr. Primetime feeling confident. I do like that one. Philly crushes Dallas. Dallas does feel like they never show up in big games. So I, I'm not going to be totally shocked if that's the case there with it. Um, the bad for the week. It just felt like there was a ton of injuries today. That was the only thing I would yeah. say this week. Just felt like just felt like a lot of guys went down this week with it. Doesn't always mean they're the best players, but they feel like a lot of good players went down too this week. Um, guys, with that like San Francisco Thursday night games are showing its head on injuries. Just put them on the bad because they. Yeah, you guys are on the bad week too, Brian. Bears. I, I kind of wish we were on hard knocks, man. Because I, <laughs> I, I, I want to know who's going to get chewed the fuck out this week. <laughs> Johnson. I love it. And the thing I appreciate you coming on this week is that you took it this week as a Niners fan. I hope these bagels. Yeah, where's where's Tyler? Where the hell are you? Tyler, get on here. Where's Where the other you? Team? you gotta take it. Jimmy, you gotta you gotta you gotta respect Brian for coming on here. Called I was prepared to to go the other way and pay out my end of the debt. I wasn't gonna wear Brock Purdy's face on my on my face, but I would have said whatever <laughs> I, I needed to say to finish up this bet. I, I really wanted you to say he looks real pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. We'll get it. Instead, we'll get Burroughs, your dad. There was no Brock and roll today, and nobody's purdying all night. No, it's pretty, it's pretty high. Um, JB, I know you guys got far into the bench tomorrow, then, it sounds like. Yeah, we're going to be – I don't know if it's going to be live, but we'll be doing a Halloween special this weekend, and then we're also doing Victory Monday and picks for week nine of the NFL season. So we'll have all that coming out this week. Dude, you guys had an awesome podcast the last two. I've been listening to them. They were great. You guys were funny on them. The Halloween one was great. The Nuggets one was great with all that stuff. It was fantastic. Uh, the Purdy, oh, the Purdy is over in San Francisco. Oh, a little, Brian's starting to feel a little bit of that as well right now with it. So I know he's starting to get that. Like, 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 like my question would be if, if, if it really fell off the rails and he didn't do good the whole season. Like, who you do you think would take the heat for this if they just even made the playoffs? It has to be Shanahan at this point. Yeah. If you don't make it. <laughs> hey, is Logan listening? <laughs> Mr. Pride type. Shout out to Logan Stone. D-backs will win the World Series. Yes, I have a big baseball guy. Seven that he stretch tomorrow. Doing a live stream Wednesday. Doing a live stream from my house. I'll have all three of my kids in the house. My wife will be away. Good luck to me. My my, my buddy's a Rangers fan, so I got to vote for the Rangers. Out of that with it. Jordan, it's been awesome having you on the last two weeks, man. Appreciate you coming hey, on. It, he held down the floor. It's been a pleasure. I appreciate you for having me on here. So, I, and Like I said, you're invited every week. I'd love to have you on. You, gotta, you bring a great, a great kind of insight to the game as well, so I appreciate that. For Brian, the main man, Johnson. Who suffered a tough Sunday loss today, hope folks. Let's be praying for him this week. For Jordan Max and the Bengals fan, the excitement, the energy, the love, the passion he brings to the show. Jordan, I appreciate that. For Jimmy Pilato, the teacher out in Denver, who got the big win this week, should be feeling great. This we're weekend we're only back. missing Chris Collinsworth. <laughs> only Christopher Collinsworth in the back. And for me, a, ba- a Raiders fan. Not feeling very good this week. Headed to it. Great show. See you soon, Mr. Pr- Primetime. I'm gonna end it with this. This show has been one of the better ones. Mr. Primetime, I thank you for coming in. Zach J, I appreciate you coming in. CP3 from New York Sports, I appreciate you coming in. Out of your Falcon mind, I appreciate you coming in. Thank you for making this a great show this week. We went a little longer than ever, and we will do that when we guys come in and comment on the show. Jimmy Pilato, it's good to have you back, my friend. I look forward to next week talking the Gridiron Week 9. Jordan, Brian, see you next week. Peace. Peace.
Hey, this is Brandon, CEO of the Variety Sports Network. Thank you again for watching tonight's show. Best way you can support us is by hitting that subscribe button, that like button, and hitting the notification so you don't miss out on the next show right here on the Variety Sports Network.